What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sensei NK, back with another episode. I say thank y'all for everyone that watched the last joint. I really appreciate it. And first and foremost, thank you to everybody that subscribed on my last video, especially on the Patreon. If you took a look at it, I appreciate it. And yeah, for the most part. Also, do not forget to follow me on all social media at Sensei NK, as well as follow me or subscribe to me on YouTube at Sensei NK and Sensei NK Hoops. And today we have a great video. We have a, oh wow. I drove five hours for this video right here, right here. Today I am with no Don't, it's, it's nothing big, nothing too big. Yes. So first, first, if you do not know who this is, you should. You genuinely should. Oh Make sure gosh. you follow her on all social media the, in this description down below. <laughs> Thank Rosie you Paul, so much. How would you describe yourself? Um, I would describe myself as radiant, mm -hmm. introvertedly extrovert. <laughs> I don't know. Really? Yes. And I would also describe myself as passionate. <laughs> passionate. Yeah. That is a word that's getting thrown out so much recently. It is. To the right or wrong people. I don't know. And honestly, mm. I feel like in your sense... It's put in the correct context. It's <laughs> as if you add, you genuinely know what you're doing. And I really appreciate <laughs> I so. that. I really appreciate that. It's a new breath of fresh air. But today, I'm here to talk to you about beauty, modeling, and everything around that world. So first, I'll say thank you for showing up. I really appreciate it. So, yeah. so let me begin with... Thank you. Oh, <laughs> but first, let me begin with... What makes somebody attractive and a genuine, genuinely to you? Yeah, um, what makes someone attractive is their personality, 100%. How so? Because with personality, from personality, you have your character. From your character, you build habits. From your habit, becomes your life. So if your personality is sour or malnourished, then everything else will fall. Mm. I've heard that saying from uh, the late, great Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, that was the first time I genuinely understood the the importance of a work ethic. Yeah. From absolutely. Be, from being able to stick with something over the long term without noticing any well gain in the gain in return of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Also, also, wait a minute. That means what makes someone unattractive to you then? <laughs> the personality. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like you can just look a certain way and you can be beautiful or sexy on social media, but who you are as a person will always outshine everything else. If you have such a poor spirit and a poor personality, poor character, then everything else, your looks, your money, nothing else matters. At least to me. I can't speak for everybody else. Oh, real quick, it's okay if you ask me questions. I can? Uh, yes, you can, you can talk okay. to me. You can talk back to <laughs> Wait, me does that mean cut? <laughs> oh, no, I just, Wait. so we know where to. Like, okay, to end that. Okay, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, good, that was good, right? So it okay. still feels great. So it's not just me just talking, talking. at you. Okay, yeah, good. Okay, okay. Because okay. it's more of a conversation. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, okay, let's keep going. 
Okay. Um, I'm, the first thing I'm gonna say is it their fault? Uh, is it the, is it their is it their own fault that they're out of check? Oh. All right. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, the answer is. <laughs> I got that answer. So I can ask you a question. How long does your podcast usually go to? An hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But the filming takes longer, but it, in short, you it cut it up to cut it hour. down, yeah. Even though it's still recording? Yeah, it's still running. And then you just cut it up into I pieces? I just break it up. And then you have Apple Podcasts? Yeah, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, oh. Stitcher. Okay. Okay. You should keep filming with Chen. Oh yeah, it's still filming. Oh yeah. Oh oh. No, like in Minnesota and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely, most definitely, most definitely. Or get someone who can do this in Minnesota. That's the key. Alright, ready? Yeah, it's recording. Three, two. Huh? Then that okay? Because you said you said what makes someone unattractive is their personality. Not the fact that they're showing themselves one way on on Instagram, yes. Snapchat, Twitter, yada, yes. yada, yada, but then in person, they're not about what they preach. Yes. Is it their fault then? Yes. How so? Yes, because we all have choices in life. Just okay. like you might have choices, someone else might have choices. We have the opportunity to do the right thing or to not do the right thing, to make certain moves or to not make them. So if you are choosing the wrong path either for selfish reasons or to people please then ultimately you're choosing to be unattractive mm. see i don't think so no, i don't I... think it's their own fault oh. for a few re- a few a few reasons just a few <laughs> just a few reasons because okay. of well you're everybody's a product of their environment correct okay yeah and as well everybody is a product of what makes of what is successful? Because everyone wants to be successful, right? Okay. So, being unattractive, as you said, that tends to put people in pro- in better situations. Okay. So, is it their fault? What do you mean by, did you say being unattractive or being attractive? Uh, being unattractive. Okay. Like the way you explained unattractive by, let's say, performatism. Is that, can I, does that, does that work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, being be, perform- yeah performative, yeah. I feel like being performative I've noticed that to being very beneficial. Okay. Especially now where everything is being filmed. Yeah. So, <laughs> story time. Story time. Yeah. Just, tell us a story. just today. Just when today. Um, we were we were recording. We were recording a video, right? And then um, my friend he was recording the video, right? And then a police officer drives by, stops. He stops and he goes and he. It's nothing bad. It's nothing. Bad. It's it's a good story. It's a great story. I can see you tensing up. It's so it's so okay. It's so okay. okay. So he said, "Hey, um, whose video is this?" Oh, said, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's mine. It's mine. Okay. He said, "Oh, really? I like what you're doing. Um, where can I find you? Are you on YouTube? You have a YouTube channel." So he goes, he has a YouTube channel. He goes, subscribes, listens, da 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 da, saying, "Ah, oh, I love your work. Keep going. Now, if you blow up, now you say we know each other." Ah, okay. Okay. And then, my other dude was rec- was recalled. He was supposed to be recording it, but he okay. didn't. He didn't think of it to record it at the time, right? So right there, it would have been genuine. It would have been genuine if you caught it on camera. And then the police officer leaves. They they're like, "Oh, did you get that on camera?" By the way, he said no, right? Yeah. And then I said, "Oh, okay." That was a fumble because that would have helped his image beautifully. 
that would have helped. That would have been a beautiful. You know, yeah. that would be nice. Yeah, yeah it would be nice. Yeah. So later on, so as as um as it goes, he's like, hey, we should flag him down and have him recreate okay. for the same effect, right? Okay. And the first thing that I'm thinking to myself is, huh? <laughs> it loses the one main thing, okay. which is how genuine it would have been, right? Yeah. But if he had done that, it would have still gave the effect of it being genuine. Yeah. So it would have helped him out in the long run. It would have, Ex- yes. However, just because it's not filmed, it doesn't mean that you're still not a great person. Mm. It, to me, it comes down to like, okay, so you had that police officer, right? He did that for you guys. He was nice. He was genuine. But what if he's not that nice and genuine to his wife or his partner or to his kids. He was just genuine in that moment. Then you're going to see him differently. So it's like, although he did those great things to you and to your friends, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's a great person. He just had a great moment. You can Mm. have great moments without being a great person. What is a great person is who you are when there's no cameras, no pressure, no social media, when you're in your darkest moments when you're alone, that's who you are, and that's what makes me attracted to people, is who they are, without all of the other extra against us. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah. But the way you just, I think the way that you explained it, um, let me know if, I, if I'm yeah. recreating it wrong, it is from the perspective of the opposite. I was talking about the, pers- the perspective of the rapper. Oh, of the and, rapper, and not the police po- officer? Yeah, I'm not oh, the police officer. Oh, okay, because I was like, I mean, like, the police officer... Could be like, doing whatever the fuck I mean. could be doing, I mean, not 12, but, like, you know. Oh, wait, am I not supposed to swear in this? <laughs> <laughs> we'll bleep it out. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, sorry. you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Cut. <laughs> but you. But you. Okay. Oh. Um, okay. Let's say he posts, he posts that. Yeah. The public image on the rapper is increased, right? Yeah, of course. Because he has a great cop doing nice things. Exactly. Yeah. So, doing things like that, even though it might be performative, yeah. it helps people in the long run. Like, you know when people were posting black squares? Yes. Yes. Very, it was running rampant all over Minnesota. It's a terrible time. But yeah, everyone was posting these black squares, but no one was actually doing anything. But... but- you were off the dark, the blacklist of people that are shit. You were. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't post a black square, I am followed immediately. It takes two seconds. Yeah. But, but, yeah. I feel like people would post that just for the idea that they post that. So people can see that they posted that. Yeah. There was a meme. <laughs> With uh, this one white girl's dating a black dude, okay. and then they broke up. She took a uh, hashtag BLM out the out the about her body. You see, and that makes her unattractive because she's fake. Like you can post these black squares, but it's like if you at the end of the day don't like black people, it's gonna show eventually. So it's like all these performative people that you're asking about the rapper, whoever, mm-hmm. or these Black Lives Matter, you know, black screen things. Either way, when they're alone and going through whatever they're going through, their true colors will show. Everything you do in the dark will come to light, no matter what. So if you are a bad person in your heart of hearts, or not bad person, but you have a bad character, which you can change your character, you can, but if you really, really do, it's going to come to light, no matter what. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. But 
would that wouldn't they still benefit though as long as nobody sees the yes the but they light. people will see Dude, it always comes out it no matter how it is always even if huh. you're 80 look at ellen degeneres right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now i know ellen degeneres <laughs> it's true so ellen degeneres be kind to one another she's been be kind to one another for almost 20 years and mm-hmm. now People are coming out with stories about her. Like, this person isn't kind. She did this, this, and that. And she's, what, 60 years old? I don't know. I mean, I still... I like Ellen. I don't watch it anymore. But, like, I used to really like her. But now, knowing that... It changes the whole perspective. It changes. It will always, always... Even if you don't believe in God, you believe in the universe, or you don't believe in anything, it will always come back to haunt you. Do you believe in karma? I believe in God. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, That's I believe good. in karma, but like, I believe in God. So, either way. Potato, potato, you call it different <laughs> potato, names. Potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yes. That's fair. That's yes. fair. Okay. Um, oh. Okay. Do you think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going I'm to re- rewind. One thing that I've noticed in life is the world blesses attractive people. Okay. Physically, right? Yes. So, why? Because as you as you said, it's more personality than anything that makes someone attractive, right? Okay. Then why is it when people that mostly look attractive are being blessed more in the world? Okay. What do you mean by being? What's a blessing to you? Um. Tell me what are your blessings that you think other people might have right now? Money. Um. Right. Being invited to events. Please stay home. Being invited to well, events. How much money? How much money is a blessing? Um, anything, anything you can live comfortably on and not think about money forever. Like, genuinely not think about money. So, like, from the range of 200K to okay. however much. As you look at them, they're more, they're usually conventionally attractive when someone makes right. um, a certain amount of money. Until they go in debt, right? Okay. Until you have to pay this debt, this debt, this debt. Until you buy your wife a diamond ring that costs $2 billion. Or you go on a trip until you sell out all your concerts, right? But then you also have to make new music and blah, 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 blah. Until you go in debt, there are a ton of financially stable people that are in debt. So are they still attractive? Even though they're flexing these this like money, but really they don't have any at all. What if you saw their bank account? And you were like, wait, you post all these pictures, but you're really not doing that well. Would they still be attracted to you? Oh, no, no, no. Not in that sense. I meant like, mean? okay. Um, Give me an example of I a didn't... famous person that you think is blessed. Oh. Let's go Drake. Let's go Drake. Okay. Um, For another example, let's go... What's another type of... Oh, uh, what's, what's his name? What's his name? ASAP Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? But yeah, that type of... That type of line. Zendaya's of the world. Okay, we're world. doing better. Yeah, um, that type of... ASAP, like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So you're saying that they are blessed, obviously, financially. And are mm-hmm. you saying that... They are more attractive because they are blessed, regardless of their looks, but because they're like blessed financially. Oh no, no, no. I'm saying that there there's a correlation between being financially and like free, completely financially free and being 
famous and attractive and stuff like that. There's a correlation. Absolutely. So why is that? Do you think that people just naturally want to be nicer to more people that are more physically attractive? I mean, yeah, like you want, everybody wants money. No matter Mm. where you are, no matter how poor, how rich you are, even the richest of riches want more. Everybody wants more. Right? Mm-hmm. So then you have these people that want more, and this is us. We're just regular people, and we see these people, we look up to them, but then we start seeing them as attractive because of what they have. Okay. So I guess to answer your question, which is the correlation between money and attractiveness, they absolutely correlate. Absolutely. But when the time comes, let's say you get invested into someone or a girlfriend or a partner who has a lot of money and you find out a lot of things about them that you don't like your morals the who you are inside that gut feeling you're not gonna want them you're not i mean you might you might you might stick through you know (laughs) but like if you really have this as for you a fine ass girl she's making a million like a year after the years go on there's going to come a point where you're like, you know what? She's a terrible person. Mm. It's not worth it. There's okay, a difference between, you know, finances and worth. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah? That's fair. Then what do you think is more important on the grand scale between looking attractive and their personalities attractive? Which one is more important in the eyes of society? Looks. How so? looks because that's the first thing you look at when we're children when we're babies it's like babies they can't they don't know your personality but they know your looks a baby can cry when they see someone who they think is ugly a baby smiles at a beautiful smile a baby doesn't want to be held by somebody they feel you know uneasy with so at the end of the day we were all babies at one point that doesn't go away so we're attracted to we're attracted to what we see no matter what no matter what so absolutely looks are important however the second most important is personality okay okay huh that's fair that's fair i think yeah i as well on the grand scale i do think it is looks looks but for a different reason for a different reason i feel like looks is an example of status let me break it down a little bit more. I mean, what what kind of status? Because um, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry for my silence. Like, uh, wait, what kind of status? Okay. When you come into a spot, right? Okay. If you're if you're more if you're already physically attractive, people are gonna already assume that you're that you are more financially um, stable, right? Really? No, because I think. I personally think I'm, I'm beautiful, okay? okay? I have great confidence, but my bank account doesn't match this <laughs> outfit right here. I am very broke. You know, my cash app is it's no support if you all want to know, but I am very broke. However, I look really good, but I have zero dollars. Zero. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Well, in my, in the way I've lived and my experience, my life experiences, Every time I've seen someone that's more attractive, I usually, I'd be like, oh. Oh, you associate Yeah, I associate, correct. But is it always true? Oh, of course not. Oh, okay. There's, there's always like, outliers. There's, there's, yeah. always, there's always outliers <laughs> and everything. But every time I look at someone and they're more attractive, I'm going to assume that they have more money, 
right? Yeah. So, money correlates with status. Yes, like fi- financial status or like um, social status. Which one are you? Both. Okay. It works. It works with both. And beauty status. But what is beauty status? I mean, like how beautiful and how attractive you are to like. Be. Comparing to people around you. But like, I mean, side note. Personally, I know a lot of rappers. Like I see rappers that are not attractive, but yet. You know they have a lot of girls, but they're not attractive. So it's like just because they have a lot of money. Let's say I'm not going to name drop any rappers, but let's say I see an unattractive rapper on the street, I'll just think that like, oh, they're just someone who's broke, but they actually have a lot of money. You see what I'm saying? So it doesn't always correlate. On another you, side note, money does make you attractive. You see what <laughs> I'm saying? You can be the ugliest person, but like if you have money, it doesn't make you attractive. I heard this one girl was like, "Yeah, bro, Kodak is so fine," and no. I was like, "All right, all right." <laughs> Come on now, let's <laughs> let's take a breather. <laughs> I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shame Kodak. Like you know, like I love Kodak, but <laughs> to that extent, no. Okay, that's fair. But let me let me rattle back to what I was saying. Yes, go back. Go back. Let me go, go back, back to what I was saying. But people use like, especially in relationships, they have. I've seen so many times where someone has a significant other okay. just there. So they're associated together, which they are, and they the other person's beauty radiates onto themselves. Okay, so in a sense, a trophy wife or a trophy husband, oh, that type of that type of wife. So so, like, what do you mean by like? Are you saying that the if you have a trophy wife, then the husband would look more attractive because he's with her? Yes, and it. I don't want to name drop artists, but like we all know a certain artist who's dating us or who's married to a certain rapper who is not that attractive. I don't want to name drop them, obviously, but like those who know, you guys know who I'm talking about. She's a beautiful singer. Like I love her. He's a great rapper. Love him. But like to a lot of people, him and as him as a rapper, he's just not that attractive and everybody glorifies the wife. So it's like. Either way, they've been together for like 20-some years, 10, 20 years, but and he's still does, not attractive. But doesn't it make him have higher status because he's with her, though? No, he's really? not. If you knew who I was talking about, you'd be like, oh, well, yeah. No, of course. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't make him have a higher status at all. Oh. We're looking at completely different. I just wish you knew who I was talking about. I just don't want to name drop any artists. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Speaking of looks, how long have you been modeling? Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I've been modeling for um, wow. In twenty twenty six, it'll be ten years. So since twenty sixteen, I've been modeling. So I was about sixteen years old. Oh wow! How'd you even get into that? Because it's it's a rigorous process. Yeah, to be honest, I got into it. I was sixteen. I remember I was sixteen years old, and I um, was a, with a man named Fernando, and um, I was just feeling really. I wasn't really feeling insecure. I was feeling really good about myself, but I knew that photos would make me even look better because I I wanted to see what I looked like just okay. for fun. And then I took the pictures, and I loved them, and it just started like an addiction, like a healthy addiction, though, where I'm like addicted to shooting and shooting and shooting, and 
I just kept on going. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Rewind, rewind a little bit. So, when you were taking pictures, it was a boost to your confidence, as you say, right? Absolutely. Okay. Why? The validation that you do look good, is that what put it over the edge? Because you could say you look, you look beautiful, you look good all you want, but if it's not validated by the society as right. a whole, it doesn't hold as much weight. Um, no. I think that, like, even if I hadn't posted the photos, I didn't need the validation. It was just, you know, I don't know if you were like this when you were little, when I was, like, six years old, seven years old. I always wanted to know what I looked like in someone else's shoes, like, how I look like in your eyes versus me and mine. So having someone photograph me gave me that perspective. I'm like, wow, like, I look like that? Like, this is what I look like from top to bottom, like, in a picture? So even if I hadn't posted them, I still would have felt good. You still gained that. Yeah, you don't always, because you don't got to post it. That's fair, that's fair. Why did you get into it then? Why did I get into modeling? Like, continuing? Continuing it. Because you could always stop doing (laughs) it. (laughs) Well, at first, it was because I was like, well, I want to be a model. Like, although I'm in school for nursing, like, I want to be a model. This is what I like to do. But then it came like, okay, like... Now I'm getting even more confidence when I do it. But then I did fall into that trap of posting all of my, like, you know, shoots and getting that validation from other people. And once I caught myself feeling validated by society, I stopped for, like, about a year. Okay, that's Because I got, I just was like, I need people's, you know. Oh, with a lot of my model friends, I know that they've talked to me. They're like, yeah, you tend to develop, um a sense of lacking of, in, of an identity which led to their depression. Do you think that you would fall into that category? What do you mean by an identity line? They felt like they identified with who they are on social media? They felt that the second that they are not as attractive as they are right now, they are not valuable. No. I mean, but that's just me. Okay. I, always, I always knew my value but my mother always installed my, or ins, you know, instilled Still, my yeah. value since I was little. Okay. So I had a different upbringing than a lot of people, you know. So having that, where even when I'm in my lowest, lowest lows, I always know that I'm an attractive person inside. Like I have a beautiful character. So when I'm feeling insecure about my weight gain or pimples, those, you know, surface things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ever overcome who I am inside. So whenever I do get like that, I'm like, okay, but I'm still an amazing human being. It doesn't define who I am. No, your beauty doesn't. (laughs) We're all going to get old. (laughs) Everybody's going to get old. So, like, you think this is the best. You got to get used to the rest of your life, too. That's fair. Oh, as I started growing on this this podcast, uh, shouts to all my listeners. Y'all the best. Y'all the best. (laughs) But yeah, I started gaining I started getting a lot of viewers from Atlanta, from Philadelphia, New York, and uh what's it? there's another state, another state. Uh I think New Mexico. Okay. And it was a lot of black women, black young women. Good. What? Good. Did Okay. What would you want to tell them? Hmm. Like something in short about like just anything? Yeah. 
anything that would help them in because of one thing i've realized is a lot of black especially little black girls they do not find themselves as beautiful no you of course not i mean especially if you're i grew up surrounded by white people okay so they're just everywhere you look to the left shit to the right they're there like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> sorry but i mean they're just everywhere so but definitely what i would say to them is don't stop like if i could just have two words to tell someone is don't stop because had my mother not tell me not to stop or my father not tell me not to stop when I feel so low and feel like I can't do something, then I wouldn't be who I am today. Because there are a lot of negative people and society just paints black women to be ugly. I mean, now we're attractive. Now I'm fine. Like, now I got white boys holding the door for me. I'm like, where were you in 2015? Like, or 2013? But that's fine. But, like, the main thing is... Although now black women in society are becoming more popular, it could just be a face. Like, we could mm. always just go back down to being how we were before. It could just be a trend. Right now, black women are trending, but the key is five, ten years from now, when black owned businesses, black men, black women are not trending, then. What's the energy now? What's the energy? And that's when you have to say, don't stop. And you just have to keep pushing and keep being who you are and be unapologetically yourself. A lot of times, black women and black men feel pressure to be put into different societies and different categories. And it's like, no, just be yourself and don't stop being who you are. Is it harder, since you're being a black woman, is it harder to get modeling gigs then? Or are you only getting gigs for, let's say, black Photographers? Black oil companies and things like that. Hmm. What do you mean? Like, am, when I shoot, am I shooting with black-owned businesses primarily? Uh, no, no, no. Are you shooting for more black things? Are you only getting asked to shoot for black things? Is it harder to get, like, diversified things? Yeah. A lot of my photographers and a lot of my, like, my circle of, like, artists, they're black. So, or they're Asian. I don't know... Or they're Latina, Latino. I don't, I don't remember the last time I shot with a white person or for something that was white owned. I don't really. I don't. It's not like I have a problem with it. It's just I haven't been asked. So mm. um, I, I think I got. I remember I got asked once and it never happened. Oh, twice. I've shot with two white people in my <laughs> almost ten years. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't forget my friend Matt. Hey, Matt. Like I can't forget him, but. No, two of the, I don't know, 50. So, that's a problem. That's fair, that's fair. Why do you think that is then? Why do you think it is? You tell me, because I honestly have no clue. As you were saying about black people, especially black women trending, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it started really... Black people, black, especially black women being pushed was around uh, when Beyonce Taylor died and when all the protests and things of that nature started happening, right? That's when the want for black women started to skyrocket, right? In a sense. Also, like, Black Panther. I mm, feel like it wasn't, that was also right. a big one. I feel like it wasn't cool to be black until Black Panther came out. I just feel like 
after like Black Panther came out, like I wouldn't say black, but to be African, because like okay. I don't identify. I, I guess I identify as a black woman, but I'm an African woman. Like there's, a, I don't want to say there's a difference, but there is a difference because I'm not African American. I'm African. There's a whole different culture, whole different everything. So I don't think that it was cool or like people wanted black African because I'm African women until Black Panther came out. That's when like who I am, no si started to skyrocket. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I feel like because I remember there's one of my um photographer friends. He was working with another photographer, right? And it was for a sports thing, like mm-hmm. a athletic wear, athletic okay. leisure. And then she, it was like a bunch of like white girls, black girls. A lot of people were there, right, okay. to take pictures and videos, da 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 da, things of that nature. And then there was one. There was one, two to three weeks, two to three weeks, where it was all white posts, and then it switched. It switched to just black women. Just black women for two to three weeks straight. And then it switched back to just white women. And you see? Then it, could, then it just never went back. Yeah. And now I'm looking at it like, why? Were the profits so much needed that you needed to only show solidarity for those three weeks? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, think about it. Just think about it. Like, do you still see, like, you know, stores saying Black Lives Matter, like, having company t-shirts that say, like, I saw some girl at, like, Starbucks wearing, like, a Black Lives Matter t-shirt behind the counter. And I'm like, okay, what about in a year from now? Although Joe Biden's in office, are you guys still going to be required to wear these things? Just think about it. No, we're just trending, right? I think a lot of people forget that we're just trending. Black people are trending. Like, we're doing great, but there's going to come a time where we're not trending. How do you stop it from just being a trend then? (laughs) I mean, it's hard. It's it's hard not to stop it just because there's... I guess you can only really stop black people from being a trend once we have these you know, I would say more conservative people start to lean towards where we are, where a lot of other people are, because it's hard. There's still another half of the world that hate us. So in order for us to not be a trend, we need the whole world to be one, at least America, at least. Maybe, I don't know. It's a hard question. Yeah, I I feel it, I feel it. Okay, um, hmm. See, I don't think it's... It's reasonable to separate a group of people that's already so small. Okay. You feel me? Yeah. Because of to make it seem like it's one against the other. Right. You're not black unless you're liberal. I don't feel like that inherently alienizes people. And a lot of black conservatives are rich. And the thing is, you need money to make changes. Really? I don't have money and I'm making changes. I, mean, I don't have I have money but I don't have a lot of money and I make changes every day the people on uh, although you're not from here locusts like we have a lot of like homeless people on ho- locusts and sometimes I give them if I can but they make changes in my life every time I have a conversation and they are the poorest of the poor and when we go back to Africa we see people who have less than us and if you have conversations with them of course they make a difference they make changes that's Unless you're talking about in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> yeah, I was putting more on the on the lens of the grand scheme. In the grand scheme of things, I mean, 
like if you have more but not all are like there are some people who are conservative and don't have a lot of money so okay that's fair but back, okay let me let me finish, what is your question let, let me finish let me finish the point i was i was trying to okay. i was trying to go on um what i said a lot of conservatives have money right yeah money is the way to change things and i think the the best way to stop black people from being a trend is to fund HBCUs. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the the fastest way is to make black people more educated so they're yes. able to make money and fund things, especially schooling. So, what are you saying then about conservative people um, having money? We can't just push those people aside because they feel differently. You feel me? <laughs> okay, I guess. I, I guess. I guess. But, he. Separating people. <laughs> it's your podcast. I'm not gonna. I, I feel. I feel. It, I feel. It, I feel it. But yeah, um, separating people is not really the answer that most people are looking for because being alienated is never wanted. You feel me? Yeah, we don't need to separate them. We just need to come together. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The black conservatives and the black liberals just need to come together because not all black conservatives like love the president that we once had. It's just that they just lean more towards that side, you know. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We just need to come together. <laughs> My bad. I went off on a on a spiel. Let me. No, it's okay. Let me, let me turn it back. But um, one of my um friends' little sister, uh, okay. little black girl, right? She was talking to me. And one thing she told me was she felt ugly, right? Why? She felt ugly. Just being herself. How old is she? Oh, I think she's like 12 now. Absolutely. She probably does feel ugly. Absolutely. I agree with her. Yeah. I mean, I don't agree that she's ugly, but I agree with the feelings. I, yeah. I understand that she's why she feels that. And have you ever felt ugly? Yes. How so? Yes. Yes. Um, although I... I'm more confident now. It doesn't mean that I haven't been or I don't still feel ugly sometimes. Um, just growing up, I felt ugly in certain situations. And even now, I still feel ugly in certain situations. I don't feel as attractive. But it's just about how I turn it around. Okay, that's, fair, that's fair. It's a mindset. Okay. Then how can she help her sister to... So you're asking, how can your friend help her little sister? Yeah. Always encouraging her and like embracing the parts of her where she does feel attracted. So one of my biggest regrets, biggest regrets was being like maybe 13 or 12 and having my little sister who was a little bit overweight for her age. And like I took my insecurities out on her. That is my biggest regret. Really? My biggest regret. I would, we would. Of the whole family, but me too, as her older sister, we'd come out on her way, tell her she needs to lose weight, blah, blah, blah. And she was so young. She was like eight years old. And like being that preteen, teen, thinking that I'm a cool, whatever person, just taking out my own problems on her is my biggest regret. Obviously, now we're good. She's beautiful, and she was beautiful then. But I wish I would have still told her that she was beautiful in that body, in that moment. Because now I tell her, but it doesn't take back like the. I would say two to three years where I was bullying her. Wow, I yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah, because of that is one thing I've noticed. I've noticed a lot is is people don't celebrate what's going good in people's lives. 
until later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And noticing, noticing that, I feel like there should be more of a push to uplift people, especially black women, especially when we they're young, to. especially when they're younger. And I don't know where it's where where it's coming from for people to just naturally hate black people hate black let's just say young black people black history history just history i mean like if you do something enough times it's bound to stick in people yeah i mean do you mean like the history of hating black people or like the history like what do you mean are you asking where does the hatred for black yeah the self-hatred come from yeah yeah um Definitely, like, before, before our time, just the 1800s, 1700s, 1600s, B.C., people of darker skin tones have always been, you know, hated. Look at Jesus, Moses, all these Israelites. They were killed or they were, um, you know, put into certain different situations and all because of their skin or their ethnicity or their religion. So it all comes from a long, long time ago. Everywhere people go, if you're darker skin, it's always harder. It's yeah, always... it's always harder, no matter what century. Do you think that beauty is skewed, then? Do you think beauty is skewed? Hmm. Like, what, be- be- what beauty is? Let's see, okay. first of all, what would you describe beauty as? Um, beauty. I would describe beauty as who you are when no one is looking. Okay. Whether it's the physical who you are or the internal, your beauty is defined as who you are when there is nobody around. No cameras, no social media, no nothing, no people. It's who you are alone. That's what makes you beautiful. That's a good answer. (laughs) But also, okay, and then what makes someone beauty beautiful physically, do you think? All right, physically. Clean. <laughs> Clean. <laughs> like if it's not looking into something that's like a super deep answer, who you, if what's beautiful is as I say, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. What's beautiful to you might not be beautiful to me or someone else. So, um, are you just asking me like what I find attractive? Oh uh, yes. Okay, so in like a man, a woman, or whatever we're both speaking <laughs> on. Uh. <laughs> Like black, like I don't. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, no, not just black people. I mean, all races are beautiful, but what I find attractive in somebody is their eyes, their smile, um, and just how they carry themselves. I Wait, real quick the- tangent. Real quick tangent. What do you think is the first thing someone notices on you? <laughs> Smile, maybe I don't know. I, I think my smile. What did you notice? The I first know. thing I noticed I don't know. is eyes. That's, really? That's the first thing I'll, I I noticed. Really? Yes. Oh. Uh, because it's not that they're small. They are quite small. They're still big though. That's that's just they're like small big. They're like small, but like the eyes right. are just huge. That's all. That's all. But um, yeah. Back to what you were saying. Back to what you're saying. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, for me, what make what wait? So what makes me attracted to other people yeah. is how they carry themselves, like their walk, 
Mm-hmm. You know, if someone is sluggish, you know, that's a physical thing. If someone's slugging, I'm just thinking about what made me attracted to my, my boyfriend was mm-hmm. how he would walk into class. I was like, oh my gosh, like, who is this? I'm like, oh my God, like, he just is lighting up the room. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, then as he smiled and his eyes and everything just came together and I just loved, I just fell in love with him. <laughs> I don't know. Does that make sense? That is the most Disney movie answer. Really? Is it really? But that's what happened. Like he just was so like beautiful. Like I don't know. He's just so handsome. Like I don't even call people handsome, but like to me, he is handsome. I don't know. I don't know. I feel it. It's just how people carry themselves. I mean, are you tell me? Are you gonna date a girl that's walking around like I'm ugly? Like uh. Are you going to be attracted to a girl like that? Of course Who's not. drugging herself down? Of course not. No! So, no! That's, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's not. fair. That's fair. You're not. Oh. I lost what I was about to say. But, um, with social media, oh, yes, it's beauty skewed. With social media, has it skewed what people see as beautiful now? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it just, like, I feel like within the past maybe 10 years like having big butts was like a thing now i don't know but like prior to that everyone wanted to be skinny everybody wanted to be slim tyra banks american top like next top model everybody wanted to be slim so like the minute big butts aren't a thing everybody with big butts will not like that or you know what i mean mm-hmm. it all depends on what's trending that's yes. why i keep on telling you black women are trending now we were not trending in like Maybe I would say the seventies or eighties. It was just about being petite and small, but black curvy women are trending now. So it just depends on what's going on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, huh? That's fair. That's fair. Beauty has has changed. It changes every like ten years. And I feel like some things are amplified now, and now people are trying to go to the extremes. Would you think? What do you think about girls that are going to like the extremes? Eh. There's not a place to say, but, um... But, like, I mean, it is. Like, are you attracted to, like, girls who have the surgeries See, that don't have it naturally? The, the thing is, I'm not attracted to makeup. That's one of the... Okay. Um, just from that beginning, I'm not attracted to makeup or, let's say, as you said, enhanced features. I'm not really... That's not really my, my thing, right? Okay. And I feel like things are being pushed heavy now. Yeah. And I like the way I like to think. I like to think in the third person. I've described it on my other podcast. So, but basically, I'm thinking as if somebody is watching me, th- watching me do what I'm doing. That's how I view myself. Okay. Like, <laughs> this is weird, but from the perspective that I'm thinking right now, I'm I'm thinking that I'm standing right here. Okay. And watching us talk. That's oh, that's the way I'm thinking right okay. now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But um. And now, when I think, when I think, especially now, I'm thinking for the future, right? Yeah. So, the little things people are doing now, here and here, the little things people are doing, I'm thinking about what's going to happen in 10, 15 years. How is the world going to look? Like, one of the things I was telling one of my friends is, please take care of your body because it's the only body you get. And eventually... Your body is not going to pick up the slack, as you say. It's not going to pick up the slack as time goes on, right? Absolutely. So, I'm thinking about, okay, okay. 
makeup is a billion dollar industry and it's continuously pushing what makes you beautiful is this palette that's in my hand, right? Right. So I was thinking with this type of constant reassurance that this makeup is what's making me beautiful, will people eventually just not think their own face is beautiful because makeup is just an enhancer. Yeah. So now I'm like, like I said before, I feel like what's going to happen when people are like, I genuinely cannot look at myself without makeup on. You feel yeah. I mean, we have that right now with like filters, right? I mean, at least I think so. Yeah, filters are makeup, yeah. yeah. I mean, hmm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I know you've seen some girls where they look good with like some filters and then like after they're still beautiful, but those filters it's, it's give some person. like. It's a different person. Yes, it's a whole different person. People forget what they look like without filters, like I swear. So yeah, it's just, it's the same thing. So you're saying that like you like to focus more on who someone is naturally, mm-hmm. just similar to how I like to focus on who someone is like personally. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, do you think makeup is inherently bad? Bro? Do you think makeup is inherently bad? No, I feel like whatever. I mean, whatever makes you feel good about yourself, do it. If you feel like having a boob reduction makes you look beautiful, do it. Boob. You know, enhancement, do it. Makeup, do it. No makeup, do it. Whatever makes you wake up and feel like, oh, I feel good, do it. Because what men go through are different than what women go through. Oh, of course. So it's like, you know, sometimes I don't really want to leave the house if I don't have something going on with my eyebrows. Sometimes I'm fine with it. Sometimes I want to wear something else. It's just, it depends on the woman, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all different depending on who it is. Who it is. That's fair. It's just what makes you feel good about yourself. And if that's what's helping you right now, some women aren't ready to be natural. Like, I wear my natural hair and my natural, obviously, face. But, like, some women just aren't. And that's okay. That's good. That's good. And a few, I have a few more things to talk about. But, um, one of the big things, what does identity mean to you? And why is it so important? Oh, yeah, um, that's a really, that's a really great question. <laughs> um, yeah, because what what I do is I help people find their identity and you know um, reclaim it. But I think identity is important because it's again it's who you are. It's what makes you happy. It's what you're passionate about. It's what your life revolves around. So if you find your identity in a bottle, like a liquor bottle then you're going to become a liquor bottle. You're going to become an alcoholic. If you find yourself in marijuana, you're going to become a blunt. Like, you're just going to smoke all the time and, like, not do anything else but smoke. But if you find yourself, let's say, in your education, and that's what helps you identify yourself. It's not the only thing. But for me, as of, like, as of right now, I see myself studying. I find myself when I study. I find myself when I journal. The minute that I stop doing those things, I lose myself. So your identity... It always evolves, but if you don't know who you are, if you don't know what your identity is, then life is going to define it for you, and you're going to find yourself going through paths that you never thought you'd go through because you don't know who you are. That's fair. Wow. <laughs> it's the not. I mean, I hope. I think. <laughs> I'm only 21. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I. <laughs> I can only say so much. <laughs> What is the, wait a minute, that means what is the worst case scenario then? 
the worst case scenario. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean by worst case? It's worst case scenario was what? Um, like I would think the worst case scenario with having identity is having never understanding who you genuinely are, right? Absolutely. And then you live your whole life uh-huh. not knowing who you are. Exactly. And now you go down a whole path mm. that wasn't meant for you. Exactly. So. Yes. How can you stop that from happening? It's who you surround yourself with. Really? Your identity is found within your friends, within your family, within your circle, within the foods that you eat. It's within everything. That's what it makes you who you are. If you... If I, if you you know, surround yourself with people who are, I don't want to say losers, but like people who Limited. Limited potential? No, I want to say losers. <laughs> like if you're sick, because a loser can be anything. Losers, even the losers have losers. Like there's lower than lower than lower. So if you are soaring and you have goals that reach the sky and you're with people that have goals that reach the grass then you're only going to get lower and lower and lower. So your identity is found with who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. Wow, so many people are saying that. It's wow. true. That means it's true. <laughs> that means it's 100% true. Thank God. You can't just be around anybody. You know, you have these, you have Chin, you have all of your friends that are out here doing amazing things. If you are hanging out with people that aren't, where do you think you'd be? You can't do amazing things if you don't have people exactly. helping you do those set And those things. people will help you find your identity. Otherwise, you'll find your identity in other things. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. On your on your profile, it says that you're the CEO. Is it the helping people find their identity? Are you the... What's, the, what's your company? I'm not like the CEO of helping people find their identity. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> No, I am the CEO of Life with Nosipo, with Share Your Life, with Nosipo, the name. I own, Nos- like m- me, I am the founder of Nosipo, the brand. Oh, That's wow. Yes. yes. Where are you trying to take that? Where am I trying to take that? Like, I'm- let's say five years, ten years, ten years from now. So I'll be 31? 31, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um... I don't know. I don't really think about like finances or anything like that. It's by the time I'm 31, I want to touch 30,000 lives. Like it's just I want to touch people's lives. It doesn't mean that I gain any profit. It's mainly about having conversations like this where I help people in any way. So I hope I helped you today, but like <laughs> that's my goal and by the time I'm 31, I want to be doing that completely. Wow. That's a great end First of all, I just have to say thank you for showing up. You're thank welcome. you for coming here and spending your time in yes. this conversation. It was very fun. I had so much Angelic. fun. Angelic. Make yes. sure you follow her on all social media platforms. Thank you. It's going to be like right here. <laughs> like and also, if you got this far, leave a like, subscribe, and have a great day. I appreciate you.